Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, UTR proudly presents Dead Man Talking Podcast, where we here talk about the HBO hit show, Last of Us. It's me, your boy, Penny Sillin. <laughs> Joining us, first time during this stream, is our boy, Michael, Mike Jones. Welcome, Mike. Welcome to, welcome to Last of Us, brother. How are you? Yeah, you know, I'm doing all right, brother, but I'm glad I'm finally able to talk about this apocalypse, this outbreak. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it definitely is an outbreak. For those of you who are wondering, Mongo will be back joining us next week. He had a little uh, procedure done, so he's at home resting. Mongo, we wish you the best, man. Get well soon. Ready to talk about everything with you as soon as you, as soon as you get back, brother. But... Last week, we didn't have a show because Last of Us decided to air episodes four and five on the same week. They they aired it on that Sunday, and then that Friday before the Super Bowl, they aired episode five. So last week, Mongo and I talked about episode four and five. And this week, this week, the writers finally gave Kenny something. They finally gave me something that I've been clamoring for. And then they took away something else because that's what this damn show does to you. It gives you something <laughs> that takes it the goddamn hell away. All right. That's what this show does. This is some real cockamamie bullshit. But <laughs> it is definitely Game of Thrones-ish. As far I don't as even, it, it take it. I don't even know if it's Game of Thrones is because Game of Thrones will at least give you at least two or three episodes with a mofo before they kill them. This show will give you 40 minutes and die. And kill them yeah. off at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not to say that this show is worse. It's worse. <laughs> right. It's definitely worse. This show gets you emotionally <laughs> invested in somebody for 30 minutes, and then the last 15, they killing that person off. So this mm -hmm. show is definitely worse. But so let's get right into it. We start off with the episode where we see um L and Joel. Um, they pretty much are looks like it's a wilderness. And we see this old man walking through the snow. He has like two rabbits in his hand and he walks into this cabin. When he walks into the cabin, we see what, what appears to be, I guess, his wife. Mm -hmm. So basically what happened was there was, the, it was these two older Native Americans who, I guess, when the, the apocalypse hit, when the infection hit. Actually, no, they said that they were out there before the infection. So right before the infection, your man decided to go into survival mode and moved his entire moved him and his wife out of the area. So they're in a remote section of the woods, too far for um, the infected to get to them, but not too far for raiders and everything else. Which is why he has the guns, the traps, and everything around his house. Mm -hmm. So when they get in the house, <clears throat> he comes into the house. He sees that. He sees his wife sitting down and she gives him this look. And you see Joel come from around her with a gun pointing at her. So when you first immediately see this, you think, shit, Joel might be back up to his old ways again, having to do what he got to do to survive. Mm -hmm. Which in a way he was doing, but it wasn't as bad as what his normal old ways were. So he pretty much has the, has the woman hostage. L is up on the on the loft area with her little gun pointing down. 
<laughs> Joe tells her to stay up there. L being a typical typical kid comes down with the gun like what? They're old. They can't do shit. Like what are they going to do to us? So Joel is pretty much asking them, asking the older couple, where are they? Like, he was like, you know, the old man hits him with it. You came all this way and don't know where the hell you are? He's like, I know we're West, but where the hell exactly are we West? Right. And he looked over at um, his wife. And because Joel tells him, your wife already told us. Your answer better be the same as hers, or else something is gonna happen. Pretty much, Joel's <laughs> like, "Yo, if y'all motherfuckers lying to me, that's y'all asses." So the husband looks over at the wife. She goes, "He goes, did you tell him the truth?" She goes, "Yeah." Then he goes, "Are you telling me the truth?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical husband and wife. She like. Are you lying to me? <laughs> like, you know, typical. He's like, did you tell him the truth? She's like, yeah. You telling me the truth? Yeah. Then she hit him with the, you made them soup? They were hungry. <laughs> they hungry. <laughs> and plus, he has a gun in my head. So, yeah, I'm going to make them soup. Right, pretty much. <laughs> she was like, you got a gun in my head? They ain't trying to hurt. He's like, she said, they didn't hurt me, if you really want to know. They seem kind of nice. He's like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. So <laughs> we sitting there, and he tells um Joe exactly where they are, and he explains to them, "Listen, don't cross over the river of death, because once you cross over the river of death, there's something a lot worse out there that is not the infected." So they're wondering, like, what the hell is? This? Do they leave bodies and? The old people told him. He said, some are infected, some aren't infected. Mm -hmm. They leave bodies to let people know not to cross over there. So, Mm -hmm. now it's the river of death that they're supposed to be staying away from. So, as they're walking out the house, because they give them the information and they're walking out the house to go along their way, Joel seems to have what appears to be an anxiety attack. It's either an anxiety attack or he's starting to show signs of having heart failure and heart complications. But to me, it seems like it's an anxiety attack. All of a sudden, the noises around him start to get muffled. He's holding his chest. He's breathing deep. And you can tell the anxiety and the fear is now being based off of the fact of how he cares for Ellie. Mm Mm-hmm. What's going on, brother? What's going on? What's going oh, on? Now he cares for Ellie. Because remember, Joel never had any issues like that. Joel never had any issues. And the longer that he's with Ellie, you start seeing more issues. Because why? Joel is starting to care. Mm-hmm. So he has a he has a little anxiety attack. And he gets himself together. And as they're walking on, Ellie takes um, a rabbit from off of the old folks' home. Right. <laughs> they were. Nice to see another old couple thriving, minding their business. Like, 
They mm-hmm. had no, they was out, out in the woods like, do, do, do. Let's just go about our business. Let's not. You you know what, though? I am happy about. At least they didn't kill this fucking couple off. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> at least they didn't kill this couple off. So that that was a good part. So as they're walking, and t- as they're walking, Joel and Ellie, they, um, like I said, Ellie steals a rabbit. So that way they can have some food. Um, they're opening up and you see the banter between Ellie and Joel is getting more comfortable more relatable like you can tell he's he's starting he's starting to care about her he's really starting to care about her and she asks him what would he like to do if all of this blows over and you know he finds because remember joe's whole objective even though he's bringing ellie to the fireflies his whole objective honestly is to find tommy that's his whole objective so she asks him what are you going to do when you find tommy like what is your plan joe looks over at her and says you know what i'm gonna own a ranch and she was like what kind of ranch and your man hits her with sheep <laughs> She's like, she was like, sheep. He was like, yeah, because they, they're quiet and they listen to what you have to say, making a joke towards Ellie about her not following instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, right. When Joel did have that panic attack, she was like, shit, if you're dying, let me know. Because if you're dying, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. what's wrong? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, let me know. And he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So as they're walking and Joe tells her about, you know, he wants to be a player and stuff like that. Um, Ellie admits that she's starting to have doubts about everything. Like she doesn't say like having doubts, but you can tell by her questions and how she's acting that she's starting to have doubts. And what fueled her doubts was the fact that she tells Joe that she tried to save Sam. For those of you who don't remember, Sam and Henry were the two freedom fighters that they helped in episode five. And Sam, the younger boy, Sam, got bit. Ellie tried to cut her hand and put her blood on him, telling him it was medicine, thinking it wouldn't change him. Unfortunately, Sam still changed. Henry wound up shooting Sam and shooting himself. One of the times that, as I said, this episode gave us 40 minutes of getting emotionally Mm -hmm. attached to somebody for them to kill him off. (laughs) you know so they get to what they think is the river of death joel fires a couple of shots just as you know if he fires a couple of shots whatever's in the woods if there's people or something like that we'll definitely make a noise for him to you know find out what's going on they walk ellie go see nothing there is no there is nothing because they come to an actual river that they believe is the river of death nothing so joel's looking around very suspicious like hmm, that is suspicious that there's nothing going on so they continue to move on like i said there's a lot more banter between them two joking laughing and they get to a point where they get to a dam and Ellie sees the dam and she goes to Joel. 
so these things used to run electricity? And he goes, yeah, they powered a lot of electricity for us. And before she can even think about it, Joe looks over and says, don't ask me how it worked because I don't fucking know. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much hit it with the hit it with the because you know kids' favorite question is why or wow. how or what. Pretty mm-hmm. much shut that down before she even thought about doing it. And Ellie said, You know, I, you could have lied to me. I would have believed you. Like, I've never seen <laughs> one of these things. She hit it with the like, damn, dude. Like, you know, I'm a kid, never seen this. You could have lied to me, and it'd been impressionable. So they get to this dam, and then all of a sudden. Ellie stops and she thinks. She goes, Joe, what if this is the river of death? And as soon as she says it, what happens? A group of bandits rides up on their asses. Now, the group of bandits pulls out a pulls out guns on them, tells them what's asks them what's going on. Joe's like, yo, we're just passing through. And all of a sudden, the bandits pull out this dog. This dog apparently can detect if someone is infected and rips people to shreds if they are. The dog comes up to Joe, sniffs Joe, passes the sniff check. The dog is on its way to L. Normally, if something like that would have happened, we'd have seen Joe spring into action like stop it or whatever the case may be joel winds up having a small panic attack during that he's frozen stiff like he cannot move as that dog is approaching ellie and both of them have the look on their face like oh shit oh shit oh shit joel closes his eyes the next thing you know he hears ellie giggling and laughing Right. <laughs> the it's the dynamics between Joel and Ellie is legit one of a it's not a father-daughter type of relationship. It's definitely more of the I would say the loving uncle and the mm-hmm. annoying niece and yep. the annoying niece. That's yep, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I would say. Right. Exactly it's, what it is. It's not quite father-daughter. It's more the loving uncle and the annoying-ass niece. Mm -hmm. So he looks up. He sees the dog is playing around with him. So he takes a deep breath. And the bandits now remove their mask and pretty much guide Joel. And there was one um, particular... Um, person who's like the leader of this little group of bandits na- uh, named Maria. Now, for HBO fans and um, for HBO fans, you might notice that Maria is Tara from True Blood, Sookie's homegirl. So, <clears throat> Maria pretty much leads them in to what appears to be this huge. First of all, we know they're in Colorado. That's number one. We did find that out. They're in Colorado. That's how far west they have come. Remember, they started off in Boston and are now in Colorado. That's a hell of a trek. Yeah, <laughs> fucking, fucking Wyoming. They finally right. got to Wyoming. 
All right, Wyoming. I'm sorry, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. So she leads them into what appears. Listen, when the dog approached Ellie, I I thought that we were going to get into a shootout. Yeah. Because I thought Joel was going to turn around, shoot that dog, and mm -hmm. have to pretty much be on the run from these bandits. I was definitely about to shit a brick when he when they said that uh when they said that the dog can detest the infected, I was like, ooh. This ain't knowing good. what we already know about Ellie. I yeah. was like, ooh, this is not good at all. This is oh. not good. Thank you for letting us know that. Mm. I myself, and I'm sure might we have not played the game. Mongo was the one who has mm. played the game, so he usually gets us to know what's in the uh, things that are in the show that are not in the game and vice versa. So right. you know what? That's actually this. So with this not being in the game, that was a good tidbit that the writers put in to make it more dramatic for us as viewers who don't know mm -hmm. about it. That was that was sometimes making slight changes is for adaptation for things is a good thing. So that was a good change in adaptation. So we get, yes, folks, that is in a super large cup of cup of iced coffee. You just seen me take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> so the bandits um take Joel and L into what appears to be a whole thriving society behind these big gates. They have stores, they have houses, they have what looks like um, libraries. They pretty much have an entire village, an entire settlement behind this big gate. Um, whole town of uninfected people. And it appears that they've been there for so long that some people have even had babies there. And as they're riding through the town, Joel and Ellie on horseback, because the bandits did give them some horses to continue the ride with them. We look up and we finally get what Kenny has been asking since episode two. We find Tommy, damn it. We About finally find Tommy. We About finally find Tommy. Finally. Finally, finally, finally. But here's the kicker. Hey, man, we are on on a Sunday due to the fact that we cannot be on yesterday because I could not do the show due to the fact that it was my mama's birthday and I was celebrating my mama. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to Mama River. Shout out to the queen. <laughs> Shout out to the queen. So... We find Tommy finally, damn it. I'm excited. I'm like, I'm in the house thinking, yes, we finally got Tommy. And in the same breath of me saying, and in the same breath of me saying, we finally find Tommy, back in my head, I'm thinking, shit, Tommy about to die, ain't it? Because that's how this damn thing does. Tommy about to die. I, I, I want to keep the show. My mama get on here. She going to curse too much. <laughs> <laughs> My mama get on here, she gonna curse too much. If you think I curse too much, where you think I learn it from? <laughs> so we find Tommy. They run and they embrace each other. And as Tom, as Joel is walking to Tommy, you kind of look at Elle's face. 
and you see disappointment on her face. Because in the back of Elle's mind, she knows this was his only mission, to find Tommy. I'm secondary. His main thing was to find Tommy. What's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to me? So you can see the, the look of her foreshadowing on her face. Um, so we now cut. So Tommy, um, Joel and Tommy embrace each other. And Tommy says to Joel, what the hell are you doing out here? And Joel looks at him and says, I'm saving you. Because as far as he knew, Tommy was still on the run after leaving the Fireflies and was going on and going on and no one had heard from him. Yeah. He stopped communicating to Joel via radio messages. We'll get to that. I did let out a huge sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah, we don't get to that. Right. We're going to get to that, but we'll I'm not going to gonna lie. At one point, you're right. When you put, nor did he kill Joe or Ellie. At one point, I did think Tommy was going to turn on them. I did think Tommy was going to turn on them because, you know what? This is HBO. Why wouldn't they have that plot twist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right? With this type of show, why wouldn't they have that plot twist? So they're sitting down in what seems to be a cafeteria and... Ellie and Joe, first of all, eating are eating like madmen. Right, they eat like madmen. Like and Tommy's sitting there, right, and Tommy's sitting there going, "You know, there's more. You can kind of calm down." And Marie is asking questions, and Ellie is being typical, typical Ellie. She's cursing with her replies, real smart. <laughs> And Marie says, wow. They're like, what? Ellie goes, what? She goes, you know, most children around here don't speak and act like you do. Ellie hits her with the, well, maybe I should teach them. Ellie's slightly jealous because, like I said, she knows Joel's main focus was to find Tommy. And now he has found Tommy. So Tommy, Joel is being very polite to Maria because, you know, he... He can tell that she has a major role in the in the settlement that they're at, you know. So he's being gracious, like "Thank you for the meals, ma'am." Gracious for your hospitality. And as they're eating, he kind of looks over because he wants to talk to Tommy, and he says, "Ma'am, I don't mean to be rude, but you think there's a minute that you know we can have family can have together?" Yes. Don't worry, thinking about my man Tommy. Ah, right. We're ah, not thinking ah, of. Ah, we ain't. Ah, we ain't ah. thinking of. You ain't got no job, man. We ain't thinking got, about him. Got the draws. Got GTD. the draws. <laughs> what does GTD stand for? Got the draws. Got the draws. Not that. Not that Tommy woman. Not him. <laughs> so Joe goes. Can we have a minute for family? Tommy looks over, grabs Maria hand, and says, "Uh." Uh, she is family. Ellie looks up, goes, "Oh shit! Congrats." Joel is stunned. He's like, "What? What?" Ellie hits Joel and <laughs> says, "Say congrats, Joel." Joel's like, uh, "Congrats." 
Yeah. Okay. So they finish eating, and Maria can tell that Joe still kind of wants to talk to Tommy. So. <laughs> So as they're walking and talking throughout the settlement, Marie is pretty much giving them a, a rundown of how the settlement goes. Everyone has a job. Everyone works for their keep. Everyone, you know, everything is shared by everyone. No one has more than anyone. So Tommy said, so Joe says, so you're communist. Tommy says, we're not communists. Marie goes, oh, yes, the hell we are. <laughs> we commune. <laughs> we're communists. Tommy goes, oh, oh yeah, I guess I guess the hell we are. Like Maria puts it in perspective for him. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no, no, this is communism. We're communists. Mm-hmm. The way this works, everything is for the greater good of everyone. There is no one yep. person above everybody. Right. Right. So when Tommy realized that, he was like, oh, okay. Now she lets them know that the fort was built um, about seven years ago, and. In that fort, she tells them, like I said, they have homes, stores, movie theaters, libraries, tons of kids playing. Something that Ellie hasn't ever seen due to the fact that, remember, she was an orphan and went to the Fedra military school. So that was her background. And so, so, mind you, sorry, sorry to cut you off, brother. Mm-hmm. Think, think about what Kenny just said here. We're in the middle of an outbreak of an epic outbreak and these folks in this little section in this part of the country have all the amenities all of them they folks are out here dealing with 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 zombies and bandits and all this type of shit and in this little section kids can watch movies right (laughs) kids kids can kind of be normal kids in this damn little section of the town where they're at um, Marie explains to them that they, you know, they built the homes, got the homes and the settlements and stuff. They got the dam working. And once they got the dam working, that produced electricity, heat, running water, indoor plumbing, like the works. Right. Exactly. Imagine never, and they say, hey, you want to watch? Oh, uh, exactly. A what? Is that, what is that? <laughs> what is a movie? Exactly. What is a ball? <laughs> what is heat? That's what they, had also. <laughs> they had it all, and then you got to remember all. they've been they've been traveling for they've been traveling for at least four to six months so in, as as survivalist in survival mode. You know, so Maria lets them know that hey, we have a house that we can put you in right down the block from us. Maria takes um, Ellie over to the house. Um, Joel and Tommy go off to kind of catch up. And they go into a bar of all places. They go walk into a bar with real liquor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Joel takes a sniff like, this is the real deal here. Like, this is some hooch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We commune. We, com- we communists. So 
um, they go into the into the um, bar and they're talking. And when they're first talking, it it appears that Joel appears to be from from my interpretation of it. It appears that Joel looks a little jealous that Tommy has moved on, mm-hmm. has like lived his life. You know what I mean? Like is doing well. Joel out here thinking, you know, have a family. Right. Joel out here thinking, you know, my brother's out there lost. I I I I don't know what's going on with him. Remember, Tommy is the only person that Joel has left due to the fact that his daughter Sarah passed away in the first episode. Mm-hmm. So he's thinking, my whole this is my whole family. I gotta try to find my family. And then when he finds his family, his family got a family. Kinda. So you Joel is like, what's going on? Um Tommy pretty much tells him, you know, after I left the Fireflies, they found me, you know, we started out here. And, you know, the way we stayed, the, the way we are is by not communicating with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like, don't communicate. So that kind of rubbed Joel a little bit the wrong way. And during his banter back and forth, Tommy comes out with the admission, something that we already knew, but Tommy actually says it. Tommy pretty much was like, Joel, we murdered and killed people. Like, it's, we we weren't good people. Right. Like, we were not good people. And during that back and forth, Tommy says something that hurts the shit out of Joel. Tommy says to Joel, he He's telling Tommy tells Joel tells Tommy that he's taking um Ellie to fire to the fireflies because Marlene wants him to do it. He tells him that Tess is gone, things of that nature. And he tells he doesn't tell him exactly just yet. And Joel says, I need you to come with me. Tommy tells him, I can't, I can't come with you. Maria's pregnant. Maria's pregnant. I'm about to be a dad, man. I can't put myself at risk at that. And Tommy gets, and Joel gets upset with that. And Tommy hits him with a line that pretty much, um, they didn't really get into it. Why he's not a flyer. Yeah, they didn't say why. Right. They never said why he's not a firefly. They just kind of said that he just, broke off from them some for some reason. Um mm-hmm. Tommy tells Joel, just because life stopped for you doesn't mean it has to stop for me. Meaning I understand your daughter died, but guess what? My wife is about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um One of the things that I, I I forgot to mention is when Maria is <clears throat> yes Joe at first lie he just was like she's all right mm-hmm. so right it yeah, was it, cool. it, it's cold but hey 
sometimes it, it, it goes back to what Tommy said. Like we killed people. We had to. We had no choice. We had to do what we had to do to survive. It, like this show is literally survival of the fittest. Right. Survival of the fittest mixed in with some zombies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's literally what the show is about. <laughs> right. So um Maria's biggest fear as she's keeping a wary eye on Joel is she knows their history, Joel and Tommy's history. She knows their history and she fears that Tommy is going to fall back into that lifestyle with Joel, follow him to the ends of the earth type, you know, big brother, little brother type situation. Um, That's her biggest fear. And that's why she kind of gives Tommy the look before she walks off with Ellie towards the house. Like, yo, I know this is your brother and all, but we got to stick to the plan. We got a family to worry about now. So once once Tommy says that to Joe and walks out the bar, Joe walks out the bar, he has what appears to be another anxiety attack. Chest is starting to pump up. Chest is going wild. And during this anxiety attack, he sees a girl that reminds him of his daughter. And even during this anxiety attack, he, he's kind of walking over towards her to see if it is Sarah. And the anxiety attack subsides once the girl turns around and he notices it's not her. So there's something going on with Joel's heart. Like I said, I think it's an anxiety attack from what's from everything that's going on. So, yeah, yeah and, because you got to think of like to the point you just mentioned, like that trauma that he's continually having to deal with from his past and what they're mixed with what they're going through currently. All of that stuff is it has put a clamp on Joe. It has put a clamp on him emotionally mentally and physically right listen can i just say how great it is anxiety betrayed the way it is immediately put some listen people don't understand anxiety is a serious is a serious issue and it can cause your normal everyday life to be (sighs) disturbed you know what i mean like i'm just glad that society overall is taking mental health more seriously than what they have before Right. That's the biggest. That's the biggest thing. That media society is taking mental health, uh, taking mental health a lot more seriously than what it was before. And mm-hmm. I'm happy that my community, people of color, we are definitely starting to take mental health more seriously. Because when I was growing up back in the day, there was no such thing as mental health. It was oh that kid is just bad. That person is mm-hmm. just bad. You know what I mean? Bad so I'm or just that. crazy, or you know, or <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with him at all. He's just acting, just acting up. Right. He just need a good old fashioned beating. You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that society overall is taking a bigger and stronger view of what's going on. Pretty accurate. I'm glad they added that to the show. As late, it adds a tons of layers to Joel's character. It shows that he's not just a hard ass. It shows he's right. a normal human being. You know what I mean? That he's going through something. So, like I said, Joel sees the girl who reminds him of Sarah. He turns around. She turns around. He sees that it's not her. 
You know what I mean? And that kind of subsides the anxiety attack just a little bit. Um, like I said, Joel has a slight, sad, jealous feel towards Tommy because, like I said, he's been searching for Tommy this whole time. Years. Like he's been trying to get find get back to Tommy this whole time, you know, his own family, and to find out his family is now has a family. It's it's a sad, it's a bittersweet moment for Joel. It's like I'm happy to see you. What you mean you can't we can't be? A, what you mean? Like it's one of those. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like that old friend who hasn't seen you in a while comes back and is like. Yo, what you mean we can't go hang out no more? You used to be the party animal. Not no more. Mm-hmm. A little different. Can't you know do that I mean? no it's... more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we now jump over to the house where uh, Maria has um, boarded um, Ellie and Joel. And Ellie takes a shower. She's taking a shower. And when she comes out the shower, she sees... Yeah. Yeah. Right. And what 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 made me look at Joel and go, damn, you're a don't be a dick. Like Tommy said, you know, I'm just trying to be a great father, you know, trying to do the best that I can. And Joel hit him with the huh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what made Tommy say just because the world stopped for you don't mean to stop for me, because Joel hit him with the huh, we'll see. You know, it's almost like Joel is slightly jealous that Tommy is going to get a chance to be a father and he can't. Exactly, and that goes along with the theme of this show. One of the things, major things of the show, it giveth and it taketh. Mm-hmm. Like we see in episode one, what happens to Sarah? She gets murdered. Right, she gave him the watch, Fast. and she got taken away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now, look what Tommy's gaining. He's gaining the opportunity of fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Something that was stripped, that, that was literally taken away from Joe. So it's, I, 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 I like that definitely adds the element of drama to this show of give it and take it. And it, it brings it like, <laughs> and you can see, like, Joe was battling with basically trying to be this Terminator type of character, this robotic mm-hmm. type of character with no emotions, no feelings, but then you equate that with the anxiety that he's feeling. So right. yeah, it's like everyone's point. It's a great character development with him. And so we get over to the house. Ellie comes out the shower. She sees a whole new set of brand new clothes for her. And she also sees a diva cup of feminine hygiene product because I guess it's clear that Ellie must be going through that time of month or something like that. Right. <laughs> she looks at it, squeezes it, goes, What the hell? Looks at the instructions, it goes, Oh, <laughs> so this is Ellie's first interaction with a female who is teaching her how to be a female. You know, she's been a hard ass all this time. The first female that she had interacting with her that we saw was Tess. Tess wasn't the typical female. Right. <laughs> okay. Then now this is pretty much the next female that she's interacting with. And it's actually 
he's actually, she's actually teaching her or showing her, hey, it might be tough, but you're still a young lady. There's certain things you need to do as a young lady. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Joe, I think, I think Joe made the thing with Joel and Tess, they were a situationship. Mm-hmm. They became interested in each other or that way because of the situation they were in. They were legit in a situationship. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, and they didn't have a area where they could relax and be a couple. Bill had that whole town to himself where him and what you call it could be a couple. Tommy and Maria have this whole settlement where they don't have to worry about the infected, where they can be a couple. Tess and Joel never had that, that environment where it could progress into something else. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what she did to Elle. She was like, oh, <laughs> hey, man, let me show you. <laughs> right. Everyone gets that. It, that Joel was right. They do. Oh, one of the things I forgot to mention when they came into the um, settlement, Maria and Joel and them walked past a herd of sheep being flocked <laughs> and ranch. And Ellie looks over at Joel and goes, Hey, Joe, look, sheep. And he just kind of gives her a smirk, like, huh, funny. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, they're living, and that's a that goes to another part that you, what you just said. That his ideal life was to be a sheep herder. And they walk mm-hmm. into this fort where Tommy lives, and what are they doing? Herding sheep. Another thing of everybody getting living the ideal life that Joe wants, and he can't have it. Mm-hmm. So Maria comes in. She asks, "Oh, hey." Did, did everything fit? Yeah. Did you get the thing I gave you? Yeah, I got it. She's like, okay. Maria done traded for um, boots for Elle and gave her a, ja- a purple jacket. Elle's jacket is purple as shit. <laughs> Maria goes, eggplant? Wow. Wow. Only you. Wow. <laughs> Only you. Only you, woman. Only you. <laughs> Only you, woman. Wow. Are you sure you are you sure I mean you aren't related somehow? Because you're <laughs> almost like the worst female version of me. <laughs> you know, everybody they say everybody got an evil twin. You definitely might be my evil twin. <laughs> so um as as L is um what you call it trying on the jacket and she comes downstairs she sees that Tommy has a memorial up and it has a boy's name and it has a girl's name all right and it has their ages and things of that nature so when um Maria comes into the kitchen. She's talking with Elle. Maria pretty much tells Elle, like, yo, 
I know what's going on. I, I like I know what's going on as far as who Joel is and what he used to do and things of that nature. And she tells Ellie, be careful who you put your trust in. You know, because pretty much like I said, Maria lets lets L know, you know. I know who Joel is, and I was like, well, Tommy wasn't all that good either, Maria's like, because he was following behind Joel. Mm -hmm. Maria pretty much said, and she's like, I don't want Joel to fall back into that. And she, Elle goes, look, I'm sorry that you lost two kids or whatever she said, and Maria tells her, Sarah is not our kid. That's Joel's. Joel's kid. And you see a light bulb come on in Ellie's head like, oh, that's why Joel acts the way he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you see the light bulb come on in her head. Like she's finally, she finally gets it now. Um, so they're talking and they have a little moment where it's a little attitude because Elle is trying to pretty much convince Maria like Joel isn't like that anymore. And Maria's like, yeah, okay. You believe that shit if you want to. <laughs> like once this way always this way and i'm not trying to let him bring my husband down so even though it's a slight little tension maria goes you want to go to the movies and like we said i was like the what the what what is that the who and the, <laughs> the, who and the what <laughs> what is a movie? the this this settlement has built a movie theater and in that and in the movie theater, you see pretty much all the kids from the settlement. And it's like, it's a bunch of kids, too. It's a bunch of kids. So you know what you they see? were doing in that settlement? A lot of... Shaboing, mm-hmm. boing. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a lot of settlements. There's a lot of kids in the shaboing, boing, boing. So... Hey, bang, bang. <laughs> so they go to the um she takes her to the movies and she's sitting in the movies and she's watching it she's not you can tell she's not into it because you know she's antsy she's never really been in a movie theater situation she doesn't know anybody around here you know everybody's like one big family and everything like that she's like I don't know. And we cut over to Joel. (laughs) 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 Ah, That was a good one. (laughs) So... So, um, you cut over to Joel in this um, woodworking shop, and you see your man over here trying to repair his shoes. Like, and he's not trying to repair it with like glue and shit like that. Your man got some duct tape and is trying to tape his shoes back together. Like, that. Here's the thing that duct tape is very, very useful. Just to let you know, folks, if, if something ever apocalyptic ever happens, make sure you stock up on duct tape. 
Because mm-hmm. it appears to be very useful. Because remember when Tess hurt herself, he used they used the duct tape to wrap up the wound. Which <laughs> she got bit. She used duct tape to wrap that up. It's fixing shoes. So duct tape, folks. Apocalypse happens. Duct tape. Put that on duct your checklist. Tape. Things to have. <laughs> duct tape. So um Tommy comes into the shop because he finds Joe and he puts a brand new pair of boots on the table for him. He was like, I figured I'd save you the trouble instead of you, you know, having to fix those. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look who's with us in the comments. How good problem. <laughs> exactly, Mongo. Duct tape. It looks it looks like duct tape is the thing to do. It, you yeah. can make everything from it. You can help. Yeah, duct tape is the move. Duct yeah. tape and Twinkies. Because I hear Twinkies can last forever too. So if you got enough Twinkies and duct tape, you may be able to survive an apocalypse. <laughs> um, so they get to the point, Tommy um, gives him a new pair of boots, and Joel breaks down. Joel breaks down and tells Tommy everything about L, about him. He tells him the secret. He's like, and he comes the way he comes out and says it. He says, She's immune. Right. Duct tape and flexil. Duct tape and flexil. You can build a four-story building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tells her the way he says it, he doesn't say, Oh, there's something. He goes, She's immune. He's like, What? Right. He's like, dude, I seen her get bit with my own eyes. Twice. She's immune. <laughs> She can't turn. And he said, I need to take her to the University of Colorado to meet up with these rest of these fireflies. (laughs) (laughs) So he he tells him like he's got it. He tells him that he's going, he needs to get her to the fireflies. He asks Tommy, where's the next Firefly location? And he tells him, yo, it's right outside of the University of Colorado. He's asking Tommy questions like, how long of a ride is it? Are you sure it's safe? Tommy tells him, me and my people go there at least all the time. It's a week's mm-hmm. travel in and out. No, nothing to worry about. And Joe tells Tommy, I want you to take her for me. Mm-hmm. And Joe's and Tommy's like, what? Like, huh? And and this is when we get our real first sense of Joel being human, human. He tells him, he said, he tells the truth. He said, I'm too old, slow, and afraid. He says, we almost got killed because I'm too old in my hearing. I've had people sneak up on us. There's something going on in my heart where I feel like when I feel like I don't know what to do, he said, I froze when I should have jumped to help her, to help Elle when that dog was coming at him. He pretty much tells Tommy, yo, she won't survive with just me. She won't survive with just me. Um, And what happens is Joel asks 
Tommy to take Ellie. But what Joe didn't know was right. Right. How he, he failing in the dreams. Mm-hmm. Man, that was that was very relatable. <laughs> uh, I can understand that. So Joel's having a breakdown and he tells him, like, yo, I I can't, I can't, I can't take her. I I he's like, I'm scared. I'm scared not for my life. I'm scared I won't be able to protect her the way she needs to be protected. That's pretty much what he tells Tommy. Tommy agrees to take her. And as Tommy's agreeing to take her, no one L has snuck out the movies and is walking around, I guess, looking for Joel or whatever. And she overhears the comment about him asking Tommy to take her. Mm-hmm. And Tommy says, fine, I'll take her. So they get back to, so now we get back to the house where Elle is there now waiting for, waiting for Joel. And Ellie goes off on Joel. Like, you're just going to dump me off. If that's the case, then you should have just did it from the get-go. Do you even care about me? And she gets Joel to admit that he does care about her, She, which is very big, because that's something that we haven't heard before come out of Joel's mouth, that he does care about her. So she gets him to admit that he does care about her. And Ellie tells him, look, I'm scared without you. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I don't know nothing about no, no place. I didn't want to come with you to begin with. I was more cool with Tess. Tess died. I got put in here with you. I got put in a situation with you. You're the only person I trust. I'm fucking scared without you. And what she does, Ellie's mistake is she mentions Sarah. Yep. She goes, look, Joel, I'm not Sarah. And that sent a switch off in Joel's head. Joel hits her with it. You're right. You're not Sarah. I ain't your dad. And at dawn, we'll go our separate ways. Go our separate ways, yep. You know, Joel has a reaction moment. And he just reacted out. So now the entire night, L is Joel's thinking about it. He's thinking about it. You could tell. And Ellie pretty much knows that they're splitting up. Oh, nice. The interaction wasn't again almost word for word. Nice, nice. So he tells her she's not her daddy. So now the next morning, Ellie's sitting up, clothes packed. Tommy walks in because Tommy has agreed to take her after Joel's breakdown. Tommy has agreed to take her. So he, um, what you call it? Tommy comes in to get Ellie and they're walking to the stables. And who do you see? Joel. Joel's packing a horse. 
Tommy said, what the hell are you doing? He said, I was going to sit here. I was going to steal a horse and go we'll go with you guys. Tommy says, you didn't have to steal it. I would have gave you one, dude. <laughs> and he looks over at Ellie and he says, All right, Joe, I was about to steal a horse. Tommy's like, dude, I would have gave it to you. You didn't have exactly. to steal it. <laughs> like, like, dude, I would have gave it to you. You don't have to steal it. So... Um, they, Joe pretty much tells Ellie, you know, that's not right. You know, you were forced into this situation. I figured I at least ought to give you a choice on who you wanted to go with. And she immediately said, come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. Immediately. Let's go. Picks him immediately. You know what I mean? So they get the, they get ready to head off. Tommy tells Joe. The directions he's like head southeast until <laughs> you know right <laughs> yeah right yeah right right so he tells them directions on how to get to the university of colorado Right before he even finishes, like I want to get, like I figured I'd give you a choice. You, let's go, let's go, come yep, on. Mm-mm, go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There ain't no choice, ain't no choice. You know who I'm taking. I'm picking you. Exactly. So he he tells him, you know, head southeast to get the I-95, and it should be right there. Now, I don't know about you, but in a lot of TV shows and movies, you you know you can always see like a foreshadowing of somebody dying or you never seeing a character again and tommy gives joel and tommy embrace each other as they're about to leave and from what i'm seeing it's a farewell hug yeah from what i'm seeing it's a farewell hug and that farewell hug had me thinking of foreshadowing Shit, they about to kill Tommy off at the end of this goddamn episode, ain't they? They just gave me Tommy. They about to kill his ass off now. Like, ain't this about him? Mm. Mm. It was like one of those foreshadowing hugs, like something major is about to happen. One of these guys are not about to make it anymore or anything like that. It was one of those. And then Tommy says something else, which makes me think he might be dying. Adios, big brother. What? Mm-hmm. That's that's the that's the ultimate goodbye when you hit somebody yeah. with the adios. <laughs> yeah, think and think about it. Think about the situation that they're in with this whole outbreak. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like this isn't some. Oh, we'll see you in two months. Come back right. again in two or three months. I may not ever see you again. Right, my guy. You might not make it two feet <laughs> from here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, 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 no! I think no, 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 no. So he gives him because guess what? I I welded up a little bit when he gave him the adios, big brother. I was like, no, no, Tommy about to go. Nope, Tommy better not leave me. Tommy better not leave me. So he gives him the adios, big brother, and he gives him the horse, and. During now, Ellie and Joel are traveling. Something remarkable happens while they're traveling. 
you see an even more bigger bonding moment between the two. Since day one, Ellie has been worried about a gun, teaching somebody teaching her how to shoot. She's even asked Maria to help her. And Joel pulls over and teaches Ellie how to shoot. Well, he's teaching her, showing her. He's telling him, like, you got to line up. She's like, your sight is off. I've actually seen that. No, thank you. Not doing that again. <laughs> okay. Um, he uh, teaches her how to shoot. She's telling him that the sight is off, and he's telling her, no, you just got to be more patient and lining up. And she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. And Joe shows her how it was being done, how it was how to do it. And he hits the target. And she looks over, she looks over at him like a proud, like a proud, like a proud daughter, even though they don't normally have that dynamic. She looks over like, that's my dad that did that. She was like, you fucker. Like that was a proud moment for her. Like, oh, you do know. So that was good. Um, as they're traveling, they're opening up a lot more, and Joel is telling Ellie more about life before the infection like he's giving her details letting her know about his life and the part that had me laughing was joel lied yeah the second he said i ain't your dad he became he definitely did exactly. mm -hmm. every stepfather has said this to a, to their stepchild and in the minute they said that they have become the dad <laughs> okay um, he tells her about life before the infection. The part that had me lying is Joel tells her he's making contractors, him being a construction contractor, sound like the most luxurious job ever created. Your man lies and says everybody loves contractors. <laughs> Elle turns it into a joke pretty much. Ellie turns it into a joke pretty much and Makes it seem like he's an assassin. The contractor <laughs> is here. But the fact that he lied and said. <laughs> right. She did say he would lie because she wouldn't know. Your mm -hmm. man is making contractors sound like the most. Like He's making it sound like it's better than being the president. Yep. <laughs> He's making a sign it's the most lucrative job you can have. Like, people don't hate contractors because they stop in the middle of projects and all his other types uh -huh. of stuff. <laughs> so that had me dying. I'm like, yo, this dude is killing me right now, making it seem like contractors is, is the shit. But they really not. So they're traveling, and they finally make it to the university to University of Colorado to try to meet up with the Fireflies, where, you know, they're going to pretty much do the pass off, take some of the, And during this time, Ellie, um, Joel is pretty much kind of explaining to Ellie what might possibly happen. You know, like they're going to take some of her blood, you know, run it through machines, you know, produce a, you know, a miracle cure or whatever. It's pretty much letting her know what's going to happen. So when they get to... Um, the University of Colorado. <laughs> right. Joe was like, no one appreciates me any then. So I'm gonna get the respect. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. You, you didn't like me then, but well, you're gonna love me now. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
so they get to the University of Colorado, and there are wild monkeys running around when they get there. Yeah. Ellie has never seen a monkey before. She's like, whoa. And he's like, oh, they must have escaped from the, you know, the lab. You know, just like most colleges, you know, they have a, a lab where, what you call it, where they do experiments and stuff like that, research labs. So the monkeys are running around the damn research lab, uh, running around the campus. Yeah, I thought we were too. That's something that I that I mentioned. Yeah, to Mongo. that was a wild word about. That's something that I mentioned to Mongo when about when the show first started. That I found was a flaw in the overall story, because most zombie apocalypse um, scenarios, it usually starts off with a wild animal. Mm-hmm. And especially since this particular infection is a fungus, I'm I was surprised from episode one how we did not have any rabbit or infected animals. Well, didn't they? Well, didn't they say that? Um, like in the very beginning of episode one, when they flashed back to like that interview that the doctor was saying, didn't he say that? Animals couldn't get affected, only humans, if I'm not mistaken. I, I gotta relook it. Maybe he did. Maybe he did, but that's that's a that's used to, that's a that's kind of a, a a flaw in the story because every 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 zombie or apocalyptic or an infected type situation that we've ever seen for every movie, animals were one of one of the first things affected because they're eating the stuff from the ground or whatever the case may be and then we eat them and that's how it kind of usually spreads to us like even in the movie um even in one of the movies on that cry list y'all y'all sons of recommended to me train the boost on the first the first five minutes they have an infected animal so the fact that that was something that always I always thought about it, and I mentioned it to right right exactly mm-hmm. like I, I, and I mentioned it to Mongo like how Bill had constant fresh meat yeah I watched Train to Busan both of y'all can kiss my ass all right <laughs> both of y'all can kiss my ass the fact that y'all made me watch a movie that was goddamn fast and the furious for it, it's about an hour almost it was about an hour and 40 45 minute movie so for an hour and 35 minutes y'all had me watching fast and the furious and the last 10 minutes you have me boom hoo my goddamn eyes out <laughs> kiss my ass both of y'all <laughs> both of y'all kiss my ass all right so um I, I always wondered that, like, why was there not any infected animals? You know, that that's something that I find as a flaw within the, the whole Last of Us concept. Because even in um, The Walking Dead, there were infected, like, animals out there, deer or something like that, or whatever the case may be. Like, it's a, a wild, a wild animals are usually one of the first things infected. So that's a flaw that I find with this storyline. But it's not... <laughs> 
Nah, nah, I'm not going through that. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope, 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 nope. So they uh, get to the University of Colorado, and there's a guard station where they were expecting fireflies to be and stuff like that. And we are now at the end of the episode, almost. Okay, it's probably about another five, six more minutes left in this episode now. And old Kenny's over here. Kenny over here. I'm getting excited. I'm like, <gasps> we got Tommy, and Tommy ain't die. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm getting excited, thinking, oh, we finally gonna have an episode where ain't nothing gonna go wrong. Well, we get uh-huh. to the. Just <laughs> 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 taste the soup. That's exactly <laughs> what they did to me. They told mm-hmm. me, hey, Kenny, taste the soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm thinking, okay, we ain't gonna get no 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 real no real effery. You know what I mean? Uh wrong. We get there and it's a group of raiders attack Joel and Ellie. And as they're attacking, one of them swings a bat towards Joel, and he misses, but the bat shatters and breaks. And the shattered, broken part. Man! That shit pulled the Uno reverse skip right <laughs> That shit hit me with the, oh, you want to hit me? Oh, Kenny was like, oh, draw two. <laughs> that show said, oh, word. Draw two. Matter of fact, draw another two. Matter of fact, draw another two. Matter of fact, why you on them draw twos? Hit. Bah, take this draw four. This draw four, <laughs> yep. I went from picking up two to 16. <laughs> that's, what, that's what this show did to me. So I'm sitting here, five minutes left. They really did. They really did. They, they really <laughs> Really did. I'm convinced someone from that show is watching this show and is like, let's find a way to piss that little boy off again. Let's find a way to piss that little black boy off. There we go. Here we go. And that's exactly what they did. This was specifically for me. Yeah. I mean, we've had moles on our on our wrestling podcast. So my point we have a moles here. Right. Because there's no reason <laughs> how I went on a rant about a show. Giving us something like a character and then taking it away from us for them to decide to go, oh, we're going to give you the character you want, mm-hmm. but we're going to take away somebody else that you want too. <laughs> so during this time, during the attack with the Raiders or whatever, Joel winds up killing someone. Ellie even winds up shooting someone as well. And like I said, a uh, bat gets shattered in the process and a piece of the bat shard lodges itself into Joel's side. And it's a big piece of the bat. It's probably about, mm, about that long or so. It's a big piece of the bat that's inside of him. And Joel shoots shoots him, kills him, and they're riding off onto the horse. Riding off on the horse, him and Ellie. They get out of there. He pulls the bat shard out. He's in front. 
Yeah. Oh. It makes me the game joke. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh my god. (laughs) I I, I, I like this change too, since that's what you told me the original was. I I prefer this change too because falling off a balcony and getting impaled on a pole doesn't usually mean someone survives. (laughs) So I'm glad that they did it this way. So that way I can. Well, damn. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. Damn. Mm -mm. Okay. That one was a. Woo. Okay. I, I, I can't even. That, that's that's worse right. than gruesome. That's, that's worse than gruesome. Ugh. Okay. So we get. So as they're riding off, at least like Joe, 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 Joe falls off his. Joe falls off the horse. Joe is turning pale blue. Mm-hmm. Joe has lost a lot of blood, and Ellie is now in tears because she's like, "Joe, I'm fucked without you." She knows she can't do anything without Joe. <laughs> Wait, Ellie had to pull him off. Oh my goodness! Oh. It's not a huge. Oh. It's not a huge pole. It's a mini pole. That's like being saying. That's like saying, "Oh, you ain't get shot with a shotgun. You only got shot with a two You still got shot. <laughs> At the end of the day, you still get shot. Ugh. A pole is a pole. <laughs> so, Ellie is the, sh- the episode ends with Ellie's trying to revive or at least get Joel to open his eyes. So the creators of Last of Us said, hey, Kenny, we're going to give you your Tommy because you've been asking for Tommy since episode two. We're going to give his ass to you, but we're going to take Joel away in the process. Have a nice day. Thanks for coming out. Good night. God bless. And that's how they ended the fucking episode. And the worst part about that is from what we see in the previews, we won't find out if Joe's alive tonight, folks. <laughs> we gotta wait till next Sunday. Next Sunday. Because <laughs> it appears from the preview for tonight's episode, we gonna find out more about Allie. Mm-hmm. And her backstory. So right now, your boy Kenny, folks, your boy Kenny, folks, is in emotional limbo. Okay, I don't know how to feel about this show. I don't know if I hate it. I don't know if I love it. But I know I can't stop watching this shit. Okay? <laughs> I hate it yeah. for making me get invested in people and killing their asses off. I love it for making me get invested in people and killing their asses off. <laughs> and right? Then there's this show. You know what? The writers? Y'all assholes. Complete. Because it's so... <laughs> S, yeah, 
Yeah, we gotta wait a whole another week. Mm-hmm. Gotta wait a whole another week. It's such a tease. Even, regard, even if you clarify, <laughs> okay, it went from him being like Vlad the Impala to him being like the 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 the, the uh, Dracula in in Monsters Monsters Mash Monster Club when he got thrown on the damn thing. Okay, either way, he a pole in your gut is not a good thing. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. We ended this week's episode with not knowing if Joel is alive or dead and not getting any clarification for at least another week. And Mongo, Mon- Mongo, yes. Yes, Mongo, yes. Because like I was saying, these writers are assholes, okay? It's bad enough that we had to watch the the demise of Sam and Henry. Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake. I made the mistake of watching episode five and six back to back. Yeah. So after you sh- Oh, I forgot. We forgot to mention the best part, the, the wildest shit. The show opens with them killing Henry and Sam again. In case so some motherfuckers forgot. <laughs> We had to see that again. In case you forgot what happened to the little black kids that was with them last week, let's show you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I had I'm, I'm still emotionally wrapped off of that because it's like, damn, this dude did all this to save his brother. You know, he even he sold out Kathleen's brother in order to get the uh, get the medicine mm-hmm. because Sam was dealing with leukemia. Sam gets bitten. Henry had to kill Sam and then wound up do- killing himself. I had to deal with that. It's fast forward to the next episode. They said, oh, where- rewind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They, they, they then pretty we had much. To fast forward to episode six and look what happened to Joe. Like, ain't this some bullshit? Complete, complete bullshit. Like, some bullshit. And I'm, I am flabbergasted. And the the, the thing that that strikes me about, and it's so interesting about Joel's character, it's like you can clearly see that the main hole that is missing in his heart is is love. And right, emotional. Mm-hmm. Monster Kenny, I write a monster call. Oh, absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> absolutely no, not. No. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's called Kenny's Cry List, not send Kenny into emotional depression. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, right. yeah. No. Oh. Y'all awesome. What did I do to y'all? That's what I want to know. What did I do to y'all that y'all woke up one day and was like, you know what? My goal in life is to make this evil black dude from Brooklyn cry. What did I do to make y'all decide that? I thought I was friendly to y'all. 
I come on here with hype, you know, energetic spirits, but y'all just want to see me cry. What did I do? <laughs> did I did I get one of y'all numbers in the club and never call y'all? Like, why y'all want to make me cry? <laughs> like, and then not just and not just cry, Jordan mean cry, the, bro. They're trying to have me emotionally broken down over here. Like, no. They're trying to have me Claire cry. Like, y'all do know, like, I got a family and kids, right? I can't be walking around all this. Like, come on. No. No, no. The best movie on group. I think the F not. You get judged for everything you do, okay? <laughs> so it makes no difference. <laughs> and, and 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 back to Joe, like, like, like the main thing that misses from his heart is love. Is love. Mm-hmm. It's like like we alluded to earlier. What happened in the first episode? Lose his daughter in his arms. His daughter literally dies in his arms while trying to escape. He loses the one woman that he had a serious, like Kenny said, a situationship with in Tess because Tess related to him. They're both going through this together. You could tell there was a lot of love between the two, although they both were are hard asses. She winds up getting bit and affected. Mongo. <laughs> uh, Mongo ain't stupid. He's saying it because he's in the comments and out on uh-huh. the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so then you fast forward to his growth and his relationship with Ellie. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same thing mixed with the love that he has with his little brother Tommy. Okay. Same- Hold on. It says, We do this to you, Kenny, because we like and respect you. Real men cry, real men are connected with them. I don't know if you notice, I only have daughters. I have absolutely no sons. So I am definitely connected with my emotions because that's all I've been around. For the past 21 years, okay? I have a basketball team of daughters, okay? (laughs) So I'm connected to my emotions. I don't need to cry (laughs) all the time, (laughs) all right? I don't need to cry. (laughs) Right, legit. Never had a chance. Never had a chance. For the past 21 years, I have been an emotional roller coaster wreck of a man. Okay. You want to talk about, like I said, I have daughters. I'm the father that cried when each one of my girls took their first step. I know I'm in most, I'm intact in my emotions, but I'm also the same father that after I cried, beat up somebody. I have these emotional emotions in balance. Don't try to ruin me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like I said, we end with Joel not knowing if he's dead. We won't get an update until next week. 
what I am looking forward to this week is El- Ellie's story. Yeah. I am looking forward to that. This is one of the times where, well, hold on, hold on. Do I want to do this? Because every time there's a flashback, whoever the flashback is about dies in the end of the episode. So do we? Do I want this flashback, Ellie? Huh? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. If it, it wouldn't surprise me if HBO killed both of them off episode seven, and, a, and we find out there's another kid that's immune also, and it continues from there. So. <laughs> Yeah. With the way this show is going, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. Yeah, it would not mm-hmm. surprise me if they are the Ned Stark of this show. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty it would not much. not surprise me if those two are the Ned Stark of The Last of Us. Where, oh, Ned's going to be here for a while. Cha-ching! Right. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. That's how we end season one with this motherfucker. <laughs> With this MF getting his head chopped off? Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, this is HBO. They got us hooked with Game of Thrones by chopping somebody's head off the first 10 minutes. So mm-hmm. you know what? Anything is possible. <laughs> and that's why, and that's why I'm shocked that that that, that gruesome death uh, that, how that how Joe got his stomach pierced, fall off the balcony. I'm shocked that HBO didn't imply that <laughs> into this show. Don't I'm trust shocked. no one no more. Oh, see, you know what? Mm-mm. Oh boy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what, folks? This is that's where we're gonna end this show on that note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's where we're gonna end this show. Don't trust nobody no more. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us at Facebook. At facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. Never. Nope. I ain't loving again. Nope. Nevers. Nevers, nevers, nevers. Folks, usually, as I stated, this show, if you're watching us, thank you for joining us on a Sunday. Usually we do air on Saturdays. So you can join us next week, next Saturday. 11 a.m. at our normal time. And also, if you are into wrestling, don't forget to follow us on Thursday. Under the Ring Podcast airs every Thursday around 8.45-ish. Heavy on the ish. (laughs) Just follow their page, people. Follow the page. And if you don't know where our page is or how to follow us, you can always go to our link tree, link tree slash under the ring pod, where you'll find... Greg Bush SK, Rock Ribs 44, Mr. Fresh Bib, my boy Mike, The Right Answer, Street Team, Captain Boreal Mariente, Local Correspondent, Justin D. Baxley. Once again, folks, thank you for... (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. You have a great weekend. Once again, folks, thank you for joining us on the Sunday. Tune in Thursday for our wrestling podcast and tune in next Saturday, 11 a.m. We'll be talking about episode seven and finding out if anybody else got killed the hell off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks for joining us, folks. Y'all have a great one. See you.